What's up, Anchor World? It's your host with the most peanut butter on her toes. We're back at it again. It's Jackie and Deborah once again. Oh my God, Jack, it's been such a long time, hasn't it? It really has. I mean, this COVID-19 has literally taken over everybody's lives. You know, we've had to restructure everything. And unfortunately, it has posed, you know, quite a bit of a conflict in our time. How did you spend your time? I have been really spending a lot of time actually looking at after my parents, you know, they're getting a little older and they have come to rely on me. So I really found myself doing a lot of double duty. You know, Uh, I work in the accounting field and bookkeeping and we're right in the middle of tax time. So I was busy there too. But truthfully, I was really helping out a lot because um, uh, my father has a bit of a history of uh, Alzheimer's in his family. Now, Mm -hmm. thankfully, he has been spared it most of his life, but I have started to notice a few signs of dementia. Yeah. And it's a little bit of, you know, a cognitive issue where mm-hmm. he doesn't remember as much. And, uh, you know, it's always had a brilliant mind most of his life, but mm-hmm. I see a little bit of it diminishing. So I had to concentrate a lot of my time trying to help him. And, you know, Deb, honestly, it's been a wonderful experience. I mean, you and I have talked a lot during mm-hmm. this and you yourself have been busy in a number of different projects. Oh, yes. But it's really been enlightening and very soon we're going to elaborate a little bit more on what's happening as people get older and, you know, how we all have to try to meet their challenges Mm -hmm. because honestly, we're in an aging society and whether any of us like it or not, in the next 20 years, most of us will be closer to 65 than we will be away from it. Well, it's it's particularly that phrase, that good old phrase that says once a man, twice a child. Absolutely. And it is so correct. The, the politically it is so politically correct it is because you see it every day the reversal from childhood to adulthood then to seniors but the seniors actually take it back to the childhood stage they do and being an adult where you've raised your children and you see how nerve-wracking it can be raising kids let alone to raise uh, you know your pa- your parents who are now in their in their old age yeah and they're even more stubborn because things haven't grown in them from years right that's it but it takes a lot of resilience and patience and and all that and love it does you know to really calm them and stimulate them well i had a situation once uh two months ago where i went jogging you know i like to go jogging early morning for my walk so i went one morning and i heard loud screaming as i'm coming back from my walk and i couldn't tell where the screaming was coming from but as i come closer I saw this old lady coming down the tracks and she stepped, she, she stopped and looked. So there were some houses down in the ravine area. Yeah. And so I ran up the hill to see what she was looking at because I'm hearing the screaming louder and louder now. Yeah. So I look over the ravine and there is this big man beating this 70 or 80 year old woman. Oh my goodness. And he was like, it was almost like WrestleMania. He was body slamming her. This little girl came out running, saying, stop, stop with the dog. And he threw them on the other side of the, the, the street. It was, and I said, I saw the neighbors looking through the window, but nobody, I don't know if anybody called the police. So the old lady said to me, oh my God, what are we going to do? I said, you know what? I'm going to call the police. Yeah. So I pulled up my cell phone and I'm on the phone with the operator. I called 911, letting them know. And she's asking me a bunch of questions. I couldn't be, I couldn't be a 911 dispatcher. <laughs> I couldn't. It's too much. It's true because when you have an emergency, you don't want to be asked questions. You want an immediate response. Yeah. And so she's asking me how tall he is, what color he is, what he's wearing, what is she wearing. And I said, listen. So then the guy turned around and looked up at the road. And this is what's like in the street area. He saw me on the cell phone. Yeah. Didn't know whether or not I was calling the police, but I was standing there with the cell phone talking. He goes, hey, are you calling the effing police? 
police on me. I'm going to kill you. Oh my God. He jumps off the Mercedes Benz. This time he totally, you know, destroyed the Mercedes Benz by jumping on it. He jumped off the Mercedes Benz, ran up the hill after me. And the operator on the phone is like, Deborah, what's happening? I said, Oh my God, he's coming after me. She's like, how far is he? I'm like, he's right here. She goes, run, Deborah, run. I'm like, where? <laughs> I bet your legs never took you faster. And Jackie. You were, and you are a good I, runner. <laughs> I have never run so fast for my life. And this man came charging after me. And then eventually I heard the, the sirens and the, the, the cop car cut me off. And the other cop cut him off and did it, did it like a George Floyd on him, put him on the ground. And yeah. I literally peed myself. I, I'm not joking. I literally, um, and the cop was like, I understand. It was a very terrifying moment. Yeah. What you take care of you. I'm like, Oh my God. I was crying. I was peeing myself. I was a mess. Oh my goodness. Then he puts me in the cruiser to calm down. Yeah. Then the lady that he, the old lady that he was feeding comes crawling up the road with blood all over her saying, leave my son alone. You've got to be kidding I me. I kid you not. Leave my so here alone. he was assaulting her and she was begging the police to give him a break. I thought I was doing a citizen, you know, duty yeah. by saving her life. And then she, she turned around and said to me in the cop car, you should mind your own business. This is a family affair. He just came from the hospital. He didn't take his medication for two days and we're trying to get him to take his medication. That's why he's so irrational. I'm like, your son tried to kill me. Exactly. Like that medication needs to triple, if anything. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, not to mention the fact that he was beating on them before you yeah. tried to, you know, get assistance. So obviously, the guy is a serious risk. You know, but not only that, that, not woman. only that. During this COVID time, they had to empty a lot of beds from the hospitals. Yeah, and he was one of the 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 the. the person that they sent home with yeah medication. that's true exactly because they had to look for look after so many sick people they couldn't take care of mentally imbalanced people and i have noticed that more people are walking around yeah. on the street that seem like they really should be institutionalized but there's no space for just them. like that yeah. man, just like that guy in the west end that the police shot when the family called for help yeah and the girl that got thrown off the balcony that that case is a whole different scenario so we won't go there yeah but on the on the entertainment side of things actually deb i think this is really good you know because we're just getting back in touch with our audience but let's pursue this little old age thing a little bit more mm -hmm. you know because i i do think that you're right that what is so hard to deal with when it comes to older people is they are so set in their ways and mm -hmm. they're so used to independence mm -hmm. and they're so used to controlling their children mm -hmm. that when the tables turn and they need some direction and control it can be a really tough situation to try it to is. break through and get them to accept things you know i know in my father's case he's terrified of seniors homes terrified mm -hmm. and uh i don't know if a lot of people have been following you know canadian news but we had a disaster in our seniors homes yes, here in our long -term and we, care. yeah we literally had to have the canadian military come in to mm -hmm. look after people who had spent three days in a diaper Mm -hmm. You know, people who with infestations mm -hmm. in their rooms. And it was an embarrassment because mm -hmm. literally the prime minister had to sanction this and we had to clean up because uh, they're saying now that literally over 80% of the COVID deaths that we had in Canada were, were for older people. They, in are, they are from, from yeah. long-term care. Yeah. So uh, on that basis, my dad has been looking at the TV like, don't ever put me in one of those homes. He's repeated it a hundred times, almost with tears in his eyes. And it breaks my heart because I'm like... You need a lot of money to care for somebody privately. And I'm not in that position. And thank God my father is nowhere near that where he cannot find a bathroom and he's nonverbal. Thankfully, he's nowhere near that. But, you know, um, 
this is something that so many people have to give consideration to. How do you look after your parents when you love them and they have looked after you and they're getting older and they're, they're changing so many aspects of their life. Now, I've also had to fight my sister because she wanted them to sell their home and downsize into a condo. And I had to say to her, look, you know, they are not condo material. Yes. They are not suited to technology. You know, they're not really people. Uh, you know, they, they shout a certain way and talk yeah. a certain way. I wouldn't be surprised if the police would come to their unit and say, <laughs> what's going on there? And that's their normal way of interacting with each other. Yeah. You know, they're not abusive, but they're they have their way of, yeah. of relating to each They're other. They're very passionate. Yes, very passionate. Yeah. That's a great word. And it's so difficult. And I think this is really something that we have to give more consideration to because older people are on the rise. And as a society, how do we show compassion and decency to them and at the same time not constrain our own freedom as adults who don't want to be burdened by the lifelong responsibilities of always caring for their parents. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm glad that you brought it up because, you know, in the long-term care, as you see over this period of time that we've been dealing with COVID-19, um, the expectations from healthcare workers has certainly increased and the expectation is expected to be increased even more during this second phase that they think might happen. But on, but on the short and long end of it, you know, um, long-term care has gotten a really bad rap since this COVID-19. And of course, families are going to be thinking, you know, whether or not it's it's necessary for them to take their loved ones there. But I have to tell you, I work in a long-term care facility and it's a combination of different things. And you really have to compartmentalize this whole thing because we have the family that we have to deal with. We have the residents themselves, their cognitive issues mm -hmm. and whatever else illnesses that they have to deal with. Yeah. We also have our administration department that we have to do. We have to make sure that we document things accordingly. Yeah. Not to give wrong documentation in order for that residents to have the right care. Mm -hmm. Also, it, and also it's a responsibility as well on families to make sure that their family in a long-term care is in a, in a resident-centered environment and also a happy environment. Yeah. If your mom is, is not cognitive and you take your mom to a long-term care, you solely depend on us to give you that information and communication about your mom's overall health. Right. Your mom can speak for herself. Yeah. And then the ones that are very cognitive, you won't find much complaints from them because they know how to do what they love to do when they want to do it. They're set in their ways, kind of yeah. like your parents. Right. So if your parents end up in a long-term care, I got to tell you, all hell will break loose because I'm, I'm your so mom, glad you said that your mom <laughs> will have everybody want to quit at the first second. Your dad will second her. So before you know it, we won't have any workers. there. <laughs> and there are some residents like that. Like I have some oh, of my yeah. favorite residents when they're cognitive, they're cog and their cognitivity, their cognitive, their cognitivity is not always there. Yeah. It goes and comes. And when they're cognitive, it's the best. Like one of them said to me the other day, as I usually go with wigs and sometimes I go bald head. And then one day I go bald head. And she's like, oh, that's a different look for you. Two days later, I went with a wig. She says, Deborah, come here. So I came. She goes, you know, young lady, you confuse me because I don't know if you're looking for a man or a woman, but I think you found your woman today. <laughs> Are you kidding? So these are the things that I look forward to going to yeah. work, right? Because 
I learned so much from them. I felt, I thought I was wise, yeah. but not until I start working with residents, they have so much joy and so much things to tell you that you haven't even lived yet. No, I agree with I, you. I, and th those are the things. And when I tell them about my story, they say, uh, one of them said to me, she has five boys. How much do I have? I said, I only have one. She says, oh, you have nothing, but you're a single parent. I said, yeah, she goes, great. I'm a single parent. I raised all five. Wow. And I said to her, okay, are they married? You have great. She goes, I have five boys. None of them are married and they're not in a relationship. I'm like, great. Oh my God. I can totally have a husband for myself now. <laughs> she looked at me. She goes, sweetie, I got to tell you, and don't take this the wrong way. You're beautiful, but you're too old for my sons. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> she goes, if you were to marry one of my son, they'll think they're sitting across the table from their mother. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I said, you know what? And that's exactly what you're saying. Like yeah. when it comes to my mother, she is the greatest one-liner. <laughs> she can make so many attacks. And when she had a knee replacement surgery about four years ago, she actually told off a nurse under her breath. And the nurse came back and waited for her at the end of the room and said, did you really say that? She, oh, no, I didn't. But, you know, <laughs> but she, she will. And she does. Yeah. And you know what? So, I mean, it all depends on the long-term care that you take your parents and who the workers are. Cause yeah. there are some amazing workers in long-term care and any healthcare facility, you know, um, it all depends on the family it and, does. Their, and their dynamics and what they're used to. And if their mom is not used to a certain environment, there's going to be complaints, but that doesn't mean all complaints are legitimate. That's true. So you really got to know what you're really yeah, I think, uh, you know, the, the bottom line really during this virus is, is that one thing has happened as the world has come together is we've really seen, you know, so many things brought to light. Yeah. And one of the greatest is how wonderful humanity is yes. and how good people work together and how much love they have to give. And I think a lot of people really see that older people deserve a lot more of our love and compassion mm -hmm. than we sometimes give them. If we see them on a street, we may not have patience with them mm -hmm. when it takes them time to go Cross through a crosswalk yeah. or to get on a bus. But honestly, getting older is a blessing. It and is. you should really love those people who have been blessed with a long life. Some people age better than others. That's I just know. the way Gene it is. Genetic, yeah. I, I saw a woman celebrating her 105th birthday uh, the other yeah. day and she had all her cognitive skills. She walked beautifully. Some older men are, are, are walking to raise money for charities and their health is good. So, I mean, it really is a blessing. And instead of thinking as old age, of old age is something to fear and to look at as pathetic and weak, Let's see it as empowering and focus on the wisdom and strength that comes from getting older. And also just, just, a, an advice, um, to just, you know, the younger generation. Now, if you thinking of retiring, you know, older, you got to start putting the work in now because there are so many things that is available now that will break your body down as quick as possible than, than it did before 20 years ago. It's like you have the body of a 15-year-old. Right. Now, move for, fast forward 20 years later, you have the body of a 40-year-old. So it really depends. And it's not just genetic. It's what you eat and what you do for your, your, your cognitive and your physical and emotional. Less the stress. The best business of any business is to mind your own business. And if you don't have any business, make your own and leave other people's business alone because that is the number one killer. Minding other people's business. 
Very well said. Yeah, it's true. And complaining. Yes. I, I, I used to complain about a lot of things and I've kind of introspected a lot and thought, learn to focus on gratitude, the good yes. things that you have and stop, you know, giving attitude, giving attitude yes. all the time and being so ready to fire at people and mm -hmm. to insult them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Take time to just look and, and smell the roses a bit mm -hmm. and realize that there's negative out there, but there's so much positive that we can find. And if this virus has taught us anything, life is short appreciate every day when you get up and you open your eyes and you get an opportunity to do something for yourself and to do something for others. And also put God first in everything because some of us are here today and we're gone tomorrow and we don't know <laughs> what next. Very true. But as long as we are able to wake up each day, we should be grateful. Most definitely. All right. My name is Deborah, And my name is Jackie. Thank you guys for listening. Welcome back. Yes. Welcome back.